0: Welcome everyone to Weekly Homilies with Father Mark Cislenko, pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut, part of the Catholic Archdiocese of Hartford. I'm Carol Vassar, Parish Director of Communications. You're listening to season three, episode twenty nine, for the sixteenth Sunday in Ordinary Time, july nineteenth, twenty twenty. Our Gospel reading is from Matthew, chapter thirteen, verses twenty four through thirty. Jesus proposed another parable to the crowds, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field. While everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all throughout the wheat, and then went off. When the crop grew and bore fruit, the weeds appeared as well. The slaves of the householder came to him and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where have the weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. His slaves said to him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? He replied, No. If you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then at harvest time, I will say to the harvesters, First collect the weeds, and tie them in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn." The Gospel of the Lord.
1: This time of year, when many of us have gardens in our backyards or are visiting farms to take advantage of the fresh vegetables and fruits that are in abundance during this season, we can use the analogy and the metaphor of a garden in order to better understand our spiritual lives and how God works and acts in and through us. Metaphors are very important. In fact, Teresa of Avila used the metaphor of a garden and the various ways that one can water a garden in order to help us understand how one progresses in the spiritual life. As we gather today, we listen again to the parable of the weeds and the wheat. And as we ponder our own physical gardens in our backyards, we can't help but think about how we approach that task and what's actually involved in gardening. Anyone who has embarked upon that journey realizes that one of the more frustrating elements of growing anything is dealing with weeds. It seems that you can pull them and clean the garden one day, and all it requires is a little bit more water, and the next the weeds are back and forth again. It's ironic to see all of the effort and the labor that's put into the tending of the actual plants that we want to grow, the fertilizing, the pruning the caretaking, the watering. And here are these weeds that get neglected, but yet have the ability to choke everything off and overpower all of our good efforts and our labors. If we're not diligent about keeping the weeds in check, our gardening will easily be for naught. The same can be said of our spiritual lives. You know, we have within us the presence of sin and grace, God's love and human weakness. It exists in every human heart, the weeds and the wheat. And as we contemplate our spiritual lives, I'm sure any of us who have been diligent in an approach to God, in a development of our spiritual lives, in developing a habit of prayer, know how hard it is at times to keep our sinfulness and our weakness in check. We know full well what can trip us up, what can distract us, and what can weigh us down. We know how easy it is to give in to temptation, to fall victim to that which is not always as healthy for us and can be quite dysfunctional and destructive. We know how easy it is to allow the weeds that can creep into our lives to take control and to undermine any good that we are hoping to accomplish. And we know what those weeds are. They're things like excessive anger and gluttony and greed and lust and pride and apathy and a whole myriad of other weaknesses and sinfulness that we carry within us. And unless we take care of our spiritual gardens we will never really be able to attain the success that we desire. The weeds and the wheat. We know full well how important it is to keep the weeds in check, but isn't it somewhat ironic that in God's plan of salvation, the weeds are allowed to remain with the wheat? I think he understands that human weakness and sinfulness, this side of the grave, no matter how holy we become, no matter how centered we become, no matter how loving we become, is always going to be something with which we struggle. We need the weeds. And I know that may sound somewhat odd, But in the big scheme of things, those weeds are precisely what keep us humble. Knowing our sinfulness and having a good sense of our human weakness and how that can weigh us down and bring us to a place that we don't want to really go, allows us to then appreciate God's presence, God's grace in our lives. If we lose a sense of sin, we will soon also lose a sense of God. Think again about how we approach our physical gardens in our yards. You know, if those weeds become so uncontrollable that we don't have the time or the desire or the resolve or the care to really tend to them, We can find ourselves planting that garden in the spring with all good intentions and through neglect it simply becomes run over and any fruit that could be harvested swiftly comes to an end. The weeds have choked off the plants and the same is true with our own lives. If we lose a sense of sin then it all becomes up for grabs. And we lose a sense too of the goodness and the grace and the blessing that God intends and desires for us. We can find ourselves quite honestly in a mess. And so it is important in the presence of the weeds and the wheat. To keep those weeds in check, to have a good, solid knowledge of what can distract us, weigh us down, and bring us to a place of negativity and despair. Because in having an understanding of that, we can then look and have a greater appreciation for the abundance of God's blessing and God's grace. In the end... Keeping those weeds in check will make us more available for the kingdom of God, will keep us more focused on the three things that really matter in life, faith, hope, and love. It is precisely those things that the weeds can swiftly choke off. It is precisely those things that the weeds can cause us to miss and find ourselves living a life that is less gospel-centered and more secular.